Welcome to Changeable. This is episode number 277, Perspective. You're tuned in to Changeable with Dr. Amy Johnson. Changeable podcast is all about breaking habits, ending anxiety, and the ironic way change really works. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Hi there. Welcome back to Changeable. Today's episode, um, as I've done in the past, is a portion of one of the Little School of Big Change calls with the recent six-week group. This was actually, actually it wasn't their last call, but it was the last call that I led with them because Amanda Jones led some of their calls. Um, So this was my last time with this amazing group. Uh, I love them. I love every group. They're so good, so curious, and just so open. Um, And in this call, you'll hear me kind of send them off. And that's why I thought maybe some of this would be helpful for for others to hear as well. So I kind of talk about um, a little bit about the difference between reality and imagination, which I think I'll be talking about much more here on the podcast coming up. Um, We looked at how every reality is really just a point of perspective, so we've all had, we've all experienced reality in every moment forever already. There's nothing new in that, but our realities are constantly shifting. And in this bigger exploration, they really got some new realities. They really started to see, wow, the, this subset of reality over here that I've been living in is just the tip of the iceberg. Things are not as they appear. This doesn't all revolve around me and it isn't all about good and bad and it isn't it isn't all about me and this identity. There's so much more to see, which is just as true in a sense. So it's not that some realities are the real reality and some aren't real. You know, it is what it is. Whatever's showing up in that moment is your reality. It's just that there's like, infinity realities that we can experience. And when we really start looking into the mystery of things and not knowing everything and just being super curious and super dumb and super open, the number of perspectives or realities that we get to experience um, grows a lot, a whole lot. So I hope you enjoy this conversation with the group. I hope that, you know, from what we've explored here, you know, this being a six-week course is very arbitrary. Like there's nothing magic about six weeks. It's not like we're done. It's not like now is when you should have had some insights. It doesn't work that way at all. But so often I see this in courses I've taken and in live events I've gone to. Most of the time, don't don't attach to this either, but it feels like it's after after the fact that really things kind of start popping. Sometimes when we're in it, we have a lot on our minds and we're thinking about it and we're, um, you know, how am I doing? And all of that kind of stuff's happening. That's totally normal and fine. But I I think often it's almost like once you get a little bit of space from it or you kind of stop thinking about it is when maybe you can see that, oh, you know what? I do see this differently or this thing has shifted a little bit. Um, so again, don't, don't attach to it looking that way either, but just to say like, the fact that this is technically ending on Thursday really means nothing. It really doesn't. I, I think what's going on here is we're together looking in a different direction. And hopefully you've kind of started to see, I know you have because you've shared it, like that there's just other perspectives. There, we, we're so conditioned into this one perspective 
I'm a me. I have a life. I like how it's going. I don't like how it's going. I want it to go this way. Like that's all we know. That is, that is everything the world is reflecting and echoing back constantly. And the world is really just our own projection, but that's all we know. That's, that's just, that's just how we've been conditioned to see things as a me all by myself in the world. Dangerous things could happen. I like how it goes. I don't like how it goes. Here are all the things I want to change and just sense in that as I say that how 100% conceptual that is. Really, it's, that's all imagination, which is crazy to really look at. So I'm a me, I have a life and here's how my life is going. We all know the experience of that, but what is that? Like, like that's not here in the second right now, that's created in thought. It's a bunch of concepts. When you think about you and your life, you have to think about you and your life and, and maybe you get some images that pop up, some grainy kind of vague memories, some overarching judgments. But again, like what are those? What is that stuff even made of? It's not what's real in here. It's what our, it's how our mind is imagining things. You kind of feel the difference in that. So what's here and real right now is what we're seeing and smelling and hearing. And we've talked about this. It's just what's immediate. It's feeling. It's leaning into what is actually arising. Like right here and now is, is just a totally different reality. And I would say the only reality. And then there's a mind imagining things constantly and conceptualizing. And, and so when we talk about seeing these different perspectives, it's not that I know I say reality and that kind of sounds like that should be a a good one, like a better one, better than imagination. But I don't know that it even is better than anything. It's just there's these different perspectives. So we will continue to, I'm sure, live very much in this perspective of feeling like a separate me to whom things happen and who has a life and all of that. But but hopefully we're kind of just widening a little bit and and can kind of see, oh, that's just one perspective. That's just an imaginary world my mind creates. And I might live a lot of a lot of time in that imaginary world, but that's not all there is. And maybe that's not even what's kind of real and true and kind of the essence of reality so much. And just that little bit of expansion around that, just knowing that there's more than how it looks and feels to us is so huge. It's really, it's really what I think we're kind of coming together to do, which is like just look in a direction and then things kind of can seem to just take on a life of their own and grow and expand from there. So I might've talked about this in one of the early videos. It's like we it's like we're just looking in the direction of this perspective, you know, over and over and over. I'm a me. Here's my problem. How do I fix my problem? And then all we're doing here really is like, let's look over here. You know, what if, okay, that's fine. Like that shows up in, in your experience all the time. No, no problem. But there's a whole other side to this. When you're not thinking, you're not a me with a life and a problem. That only exists in thought. Like, can, can you find a problem that is, that does not exist in thought or, 
said another way, like, is there a problem that you, maybe that's the only way to say it. Is there a problem that is, that you can point to, that any of us can point to that is here immediate right now that is not in thought? I can never, ever find one, ever. I mean, conflict in the Middle East right now, we're not there. That is a concept. It is full of imaginary images that people have shown and that our mind is reflecting. It's conceptual. Your habit, your anxiety, even if it's there right now, even if there's energy, say say you think, no, anxiety is here right now. My anxiety problem is here right now. No, at, at best, what's here right now is some sensations, some energy, maybe some thoughts bubbling around. That's what's here right now. A me with an anxiety problem is never here right now. That's an imagination. It only lives in imagination. Now, again, not to deny that that imagination shows up and it feels gripping and we don't like it. It's very much a, I guess, a common part of our everyday experience, but so, so huge to just keep feeling into that difference between imagination versus immediate, direct, intimate, right now reality. So, so different. And and it's really hard, if not impossible, really it's impossible, I think, to solve a problem in imagination because where is it? It's an imagination. How do you solve an imaginary problem? But But so again, if depression or anxiety or habit or addiction looks like our, our problem and that's only living in this conceptualized idea about it, how do we solve that? And I think that's kind of the struggle that probably brought many of us here. It's the struggle that brought me into this conversation. It's like, I'm resourceful. I'm, I have discipline. What the heck's wrong with me? Because I can't seem to solve this problem. But the problem is only in thought. It's, it's in imagination. So it's unsolvable in that sense. But what there is, is coming back to reality. Coming back to my eating disorder isn't here right now. What's here right now is some sensation, some energy, some thoughts bubbling around, something that my mind wants to call an urge or a craving or this or that, a failure. Those are all more concepts. We got to keep drilling deeper than the concepts and see what's actually here. And all it ever is, and I say energy, but even energy is a label, right? But I just don't know what else to call it. All it ever is, is just this, like just some feeling. And, and, and that's why I think it's so huge to keep looking at just leaning into feeling. Just, just right here before all the ideas, can we just feel, just feel our way through? I don't know. It seems like that's the only thing we can ever really do. Really. I mean, because everything else is just conceptual and imagination. And, and that's the only thing maybe that we have to do. It's literally just stay open and keep feeling like life just unfolds and kind of pulls us through in that way. But it doesn't look like it to our minds. You know, it looks, it looks like we need to make a plan and put our plan into action. There's so much about um, that our mind loves to grab onto, you know, around our suffering and our stuckness and all of this. And if we can just keep seeing, like we've talked about in a lot of the lessons here, all that is is feedback. 
And it's not even, I don't, that's not a great word either because feedback has this whole evaluative thing behind it. And it's not like, yeah, you're doing well, you're not doing well. You're doing something right. You're not doing something right. Not at all. It's just like, I just think of it again. If, if everything is energy, it's all infinite. It is infinity, all of it, everything. There's this way that that energy can kind of contract. And when it contracts around something like a me with a problem and, oh no, and what am I going to do? It just gets tighter. And I think that's just what we call suffering. So just like you put your hand on a hot stove and you pull it away, that that tightening and that contraction that we all feel a lot just by virtue of being a human is just showing us, oh yeah, this is just just this infinity of consciousness that's now contracting into something tiny and really believing it, like really kind of, really kind of hanging on, really attaching there, you know? And, and that's what it feels like, I think, if you really look, like it just... We feel tight, we feel heavy. And then when we relax, what do we say? Like, oh, I feel so much more open or looser or, you know, it's just, it's just like the, and that expansion and contraction is just life. Like that seems to be the movement of life. It's the movement that brings babies into the world. There's an expansion and a contraction. It's what seems to happen in nature everywhere. So again, it isn't, it isn't feedback in, in that, um, we need to do something about it or it needs some intervention, but it's kind of cool to see it as it's just sort of showing like, oh, okay, that's how I think of it. It's like consciousness is really contracted right now. There's really a me with a problem that, or really something that, that looks very solid and real that should not be happening. And that's, that's just what we describe as pain or, that, or what we call pain is something like that maybe. But how different is that? I mean, how awesome is it to kind of see that versus, oh man, this is this suffering is showing me I really do have a major problem and I better get to work and try to figure it out. Just so completely different. So I think that's it. Um, I just, again, kind of any way that, like we've just been making some cracks. We just kind of turned a little bit this way, you know, or or put some cracks in the foundation. And this is just the beginning. So this stuff keeps unfolding and keeps getting better and better all the time, which is really awesome. I mean, there probably aren't many things that are like that. But honestly, I think the more for me that I've just immersed in this, it's not like I've had 50,000 different insights. I've really just had a few insights over 15, 20 years, but they're like, keep getting like, oh, that again, this, like it just gets simpler and deeper. And I know it'll be like that for all of you. So any way that you, and and I love that this has come up a lot where people say, I might've spoke about this last week. Like, um, I think I talked about it on the supplemental call. Like, I feel great when I'm listening here and then I go off in my world and I'm just sucked right back in. And that's totally how it is initially. But you know, it's like the scales tip. Anything, it's like with anything. It's like learning a language, right? You stumble, you stumble, you get everything wrong, you barely make it through. And then before you know it, these sentences are coming out of your mouth. And I think this isn't that different. It just, so, so like any way that we can immerse and stay in this conversation through our community, I would love it because then I get to see you more. But any, any way that you can do that, listen to things, read things, really makes a huge difference. Okay. That's 
turn it over to you guys. Give all your hardest questions today. <laughs> Anything you've been wondering about or afraid to ask or just want to share. I also, while, while I'm waiting for some hands to come up, I also wanted to say a little bit more about something I mentioned on the supplemental video last week um, about thoughts not being true. And I think it's, I like to be really extreme about this, like, and say, what is a thought? I mean, a thought is a reflection. I, I mean, this isn't really what a thought is. I'm just trying to point to some, to give us some sense of what a thought even is. But from what I understand about it, I mean, it's a, it's reflective, meaning it's like taking in sensory info and then, and then there's some, some interpretation of that. It's old thought. And, and I know I talked about this last week, but it's like when you really start paying attention, it's just so weird and random, but we don't, we usually just up in this kind of conceptualized idea of like, oh yeah, here's my thoughts. I'm not good enough. Okay, time to go do this. And that's, this stuff just gets taken as truth when we don't really look at it. But to see that thought is reflective in a lot of ways, it's kind of showing us thought in and of itself is not unique. It's not, it's, and it's not needed. I truly believe it's not needed. And I think that's a very common misunderstanding. Um, that, oh no, I need thought. It's how I learn. It's how I'm going to make, figure things out. Now, that's not to say that thought doesn't come up and do helpful things for us, for sure. But when we hold on to that, well, I need some thought or a lot of my thought is true. Maybe some isn't true, but some is true. It just kind of keeps us a little, a little beholden to it. So I think it's helpful. You don't have to take this as an absolute truth, of course, but, but it can be helpful to really go kind of extreme and be like, no thought. What if no thought is the truth? No thought is true. It's all reflections of other stuff. And what if we don't need it at all? What if we just hear all this information from the senses, instinct, whatever's arising just lives us. And we truly don't need anything that's like summary narrative thought very much, if at all. Just to kind of play with that extreme, I think it can be kind of helpful. Would you like to be part of a supportive, loving community of like-minded people exploring the big questions in life? Would you like a place you can turn for personal support on anything you're struggling with at any time and get support from several certified change coaches? For the first time ever, my incredible Little School of Big Change community is now open to anyone, even if you haven't been through the six-week Little School of Big Change course. It's a place to see how things like anxiety, doubt, habits, and insecurities are actually incredible gifts. They're here to wake you up. To join us in this community, please go to dramyjohnson.com slash the community. The 2024 Change Coach Training Program is a six-month, highly supportive, small group training where you get to observe and debrief a ton of coaching before doing a ton of coaching yourself with support and feedback the whole way through. You'll leave the program feeling confident and ready to work with others and with the option of becoming a certified change coach. The course begins in January and it's the most complete supportive training around. See all the details and save your seat in this small group training at drammyjohnson.com slash coach training.